second free throw. It's good. That's what you do if you're a 95% free throw shooter. And then you just let it go, right? Oh, yeah. You stick, stay away. They throw it up for Edie. It's tipped away. The Ohio State Buckeyes. They were shocked earlier this week with a coaching change. And they rocked the college basketball world today with a four-point win. Now, back to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. CBS on the call right there, Ohio State beating Purdue outright yesterday. Our guy P.J. Glasser was all over that one. As, again, man, pretty big upset right there, Ohio State over Purdue. I don't know, P.J., we'll talk about this a little bit later on in the show. I know we'll talk about this right now with Chris Naki. Can we trust Purdue? Can we trust Matt Painter when we get to the NCAA tournament? Just a regular season loss. Uh, like you said, anytime a team fires their head coach, I know that's a bet you always like to place. Also, a crazy weekend, though, man. We go back to Saturday. Uh, Illinois knocks off Maryland 85-80. Maryland was actually coming off a pretty nice win at home over Iowa, a 12-point win. Um, I was all over Iowa this weekend. Got a lot to get to. Right now, though, unfortunately, Peach, Daytona 500. It's not looking good for our guy Kyle Busch. Uh, it is looking good for Joey Logano, who was in six. Now he's in first place. Now he's dropped out of first place. We'll try to keep people uh, updated and try to figure out what the hell we're talking about. Uh, right now, though, let's talk with Chris Naki, former college basketball player, as well as coach, TV, and radio analyst for the Terps, Maryland Terps. Uh, tough loss to Illinois by five. Chris, how you doing, man? How you been? Thanks for joining the show. No, I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I wanted to actually start with that, the uh, five-point victory for Illinois. PJ here is trying to talk himself or kind of talking himself into Illinois, maybe as a, a sneaky contender once we get to March. Um, I don't know if I could do it being from Illinois. I'm a huge fan. Last time I was happy, I think, was the national championship year uh, where uh, James Augustine fouled out with like 13 minutes to go and they were dominated by Sean May. So it's been a long time since we've had nice things. How do you feel about this Illinois team uh, moving forward the rest of the way after what you saw on Saturday? Yeah, I like them. Uh, you know, I like them for a couple of reasons. First of all, they're so mature, uh, and I mean that physically, emotionally, mentally. I mean everything. They got older guys. Uh, Terrence Shannon's twenty three or twenty four. Um, you know, the, the Domask, the guy that they had transfer in, is just a terrific college player, and he's just steady as a rock. Uh, and they've got they've got guys around those two um, that are. You know, what's the the old expression? You know, some people play the piano, some people carry the piano. They got a bunch of guys who will carry the piano. Um, you know, and uh, they got just enough size. But one thing that concerns me um, about Illinois is in the two games that I've seen them play against Maryland. Maryland has absolutely crushed them in points in the paint, and um, it's a very unlike most Illinois teams. You know, they're usually big and strong and have great size inside you know they got a bunch of like Coleman Hawkins who's their one true big is a guy who likes to float around the perimeter he's not he's not a traditional center by any stretch so that that would be the one area of concern but other than that I mean uh, they've got a lot of guys who can really play yeah Chris a team that has no problem scoring in the paint is Purdue Ryan and I were talking about them to start the show Obviously, with Purdue, you know, we know what they're capable of in the regular season. For them, it's all going to come down to what they can do in March. Two-part question. Do you think this is Matt Painter's best team that he has had at Purdue? And do you think that they finally get over the hump this year, get to the Final Four, maybe even win the national title? 
Well, I mean, I, I think that they're certainly capable of getting to the Final Four and winning the national title. I, I think they're uh, there might be only a couple of teams capable of winning the national championship this year, but I'll bet you there are 20 teams that are capable of getting to the final four. Uh, there's that much parity and there's just, you know, on any given day and, and with the portal being what it is and, and, you know, roster fluctuations in any given year. That's why there were so many teams predicted to be one way this year. And then, uh, you know, they either disappointed or they came from out of nowhere and were outstanding because you just didn't know what to expect. Uh, Painter does such a great job. I, the one concern for me, I thought Ohio State, and I didn't see a minute of the game. I was, I was involved in another game. Uh, but one of the things I looked at at the box is Purdue didn't get nearly the number of threes that they normally get, you know, in terms of, uh, looks and, and Ohio State playing on a motion there in Columbus, uh, I don't know what the line was going into that game, but Ohio State, you know, that's an emotional week for them. So uh, the one big concern about me with Purdue is when you get away from Big Ten officials, which, of course, happens any time you go to the NCAA tournament. There, I just think the games are administered differently, and um, and that's what hurt them last year in their loss in, in the NCAAs, and it might hurt them again this year. How are you feeling about this game coming up for Maryland against Wisconsin? Because I was feeling really good about Wisconsin actually early on in the season, you know, kind of your typical Wisconsin team defensively, but they were scoring the basketball. Uh, now they've struggled. I believe they lost five of their last six. And then you have Maryland where right now they're kind of struggling to find, I guess, their lineups because I think they've tinkered with the starting lineup three times the last three games of the worst three-point shooting team in the Big Ten. So obviously like something has to give. How do you feel about this game? Uh, coming up, Wisconsin. Well, I mean, the, the point is spot on about the Terps. I mean, it's, it's, it's finding guys who can make shots outside of Jameer Young and Dante Scott and Julian Reese around the basket. Uh, is you know they're struggling to find the fourth and fifth starter who can play consistently. The one thing that surprised me about Wisconsin is I think that they did get better through the portal from last year, and they they were very good. They played a good schedule and they had some great wins early in the season. Um, I I was surprised, and I know Iowa can score. I mean, I get it. Now, Iowa gets kind of playing downhill, particularly in Iowa City. But, uh, you know, Iowa getting 88 points in that game against Wisconsin, I know it was overtime. I get it. But uh, that's not usually what Wisconsin allows you to do. They, you know, they, they sort of major in, in keeping the score, keeping you bottled up and controlled. And, uh, that surprised me a lot that Iowa was was able to get out. But traditionally, you know, when we've played here in Wisconsin, I'm in Madison now. Uh, we flew in today. Uh, Wisconsin's been very good against us. They've won six of eight since we got into the uh, Big Ten. You know, we've done conversely, we've done very well against Wisconsin in College Park. But it's just it's a difficult place to play for whatever reason. It's uh, it's not particularly venomous like Mackey is or, or like Xfinity can be. Uh, or even like Assembly Hall or, or you know, State Farm Marine or Illinois place. But it's a, it's a great crowd, and they support their guys. And uh, uh, these guys, Wisconsin in this building, are just a different kettle of fish. Chris, what are your thoughts on Michigan State? You know, they got off to a slow start in the beginning of the season. This is a veteran team. It's Tom Izzo. It feels like, you know, nobody's kind of really talking about them right now, but they're probably that 7-8 seed that nobody wants to play. Uh, I don't know how much you've gotten to watch the Spartans play, but do you think they can go on a run in the tournament? 
Yeah, I've seen them a bunch, and uh, we've we've played them twice. Uh, and I've you know, of course, they're every game in America is on TV anymore. So I, I have seen them. I, you know, Michigan State right now is doing Michigan State things where they're playing really well in February and headed headed into March. And uh, uh, you know, the thing I like about them is it's still even with all the fluctuations in the sport, it's a guards game. And uh, you know, Tyson Walker has had a good year. Uh, A.J. Hogard hasn't had the year I thought he might have, but uh, he's still very good. And these are two very experienced guys who've seen it all at this point in time. They also are accepting of the instruction that uh, it comes sometimes at volume from their bench, you know. And and they, I think they're great leaders. I, having seen them play up close and personal twice, two really close games, good games. I'm just impressed by uh, by how steady they are. And uh, I don't know. I worry about Michigan State's ability to score inside. Uh, to me, one of the X factors on their team is also the biggest X factor in the league, and that's Malik Hall. Um, he, Malik Hall, by the way, fellas, is the starting power forward on the all-time Terps killer team. I mean, he for whatever reason, he kicks our ass up and down the court. And... Uh, and Malik Hall to me is their is their big X factor. If he's on and playing well and motivated and involved, uh, that's a different team. Yeah, we've hit on most of the top teams in the Big Ten. How do you feel about this Nebraska team right now? I guess you would consider them a bubble team. They have two twenty point wins back to back in a row and a pretty easy schedule or easier schedule. I guess there's nothing really easy when you got to go on the road in the Big Ten. But how do you think? What do you feel about them? And how do you think maybe they could be a tournament team? Well, I mean, I, I have to respect some of the wins they've had, and most of those have come at home, uh, you know, in Lincoln. Uh, they have a great fan base. I, I You know, I, I tell you what, I, I, I'm not objective about them because we saw them on absolutely their worst night of the year. And they came into College Park and were completely non-competitive and not really into it, and they've played much better since then. Uh, I, you know... I'll, I'll tell you that they've had some great wins, but beyond that, I mean, uh, I think you still got some things to prove, probably. Chris, I want to get your thoughts on uh, the Rick Pitino post-game uh, press conference from the other night when they were playing against Seton Hall, and just what have you been your thoughts about St. John's this season in year one under Pitino and uh, the, the comments that he made after the game about his team? Well, you know, first of all, Rick Pitino is a Hall of Fame coach, and he's probably earn the right to say whatever he wants to say. Uh, that said, I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know how you say that kind of thing and then go out and, and try and recruit kids, you know, with the sort of the, you know, and tell them I'll never, th- I'll always have your back, you know, I mean, because he completely threw everybody under the bus with his comments, and it wasn't just uh, limited to players, it was coaches. I mean, ultimately, you know, you have to take responsibility. Uh, and I, that, this, this also applies to any coach, who, whoever, a college basketball coach, whoever told you they had no idea that somebody in their program was cheating. And that's just, it's such a small group. It's such a small band that you know everything that's going on uh, on your team. And you, I, I, they got five games left, I think, five or six games. I, it's tough to go in a locker room after you've, you know, you've gone scorched earth like that. I don't know how you do it other than to walk in there and say, you know what, I said some things I shouldn't have said, and I apologize. And those should be the first words out of his mouth. That's just that's just my own take on it. 
yeah, Chris, we got about two minutes left here. I don't know how much of UConn you've gotten to watch this season, but it's just like, I mean, we had a topic the other night, like UConn, Purdue, or the field, and usually I would always take the field. And I know it's so hard to win back-to-back national titles, but uh, what are your thoughts on them this season? You know, and, and do you think that they're the best team in the country this year? Yeah, I do. I do. And I, I they've got they got every box checked. Uh, you know, the coaching is good. Obviously, the size is great. Uh They've got the momentum going right now. I think that, you know, uh, they are the odds-on favorite. And I, I just – the depth they have, um, it's just a rugged team. They can play a couple of different styles as well. And uh, and I think that they they have the ability to make you look foolish. I think if this is this – is, in this day and age when it's so hard to know what's going on, you know, from any year in and year out, uh, it's really impressive if they were to pull off a, uh, you know, back to back in this day and age with in this environment. Uh, as much as you know, uh, Danny Hurley can be a polarizing issue. You have to certainly take your hat, a polarizing guy, I should say. You have to take your hat off to to that kind of accomplishment. Yeah, no question about it. They got another really good team this year, Coach. Before we let you go on Saturday morning, Hall of Fame Coach Marilyn Lefty Drizell passed away any uh any memories any good stories that you ever had any encounters with lefty yeah I, you know i met lefty as a young guy i was a high school player i met lefty then um i didn't go to maryland but i worked his camp as a college player i got to know him a little bit then and then years later strangely enough i was the head coach at american u and lefty was the head coach at james madison and i found myself sitting next to him in league meetings and it was so surreal because here's a guy I grew up watching every game that Maryland played. You know, I was a local D.C. area guy. And Lefty was always larger than life to me. And then to find myself, you know, kind of wearing the same badge that he wore for those years as a head coach was, like I said, it was surreal. He was so good to me, a one-of-a-kind guy, a gentleman. And in this day and age where there's a lot of homogenous sort of products out there coaching basketball, it's kind of sad to see the old Lions uh, going falling by the wayside. But it was a life well lived, and he certainly didn't get cheated. Great guy. Yeah, Chris, thanks so much for giving us some time. Enjoy the game, and have a good call against Wisconsin coming up. Thanks, I appreciate Chris. it, folks. Thanks. It's Chris Knocky right there, former college basketball player and coach, TV and radio analyst now for the Terps. Like I said, game coming up at the Kohl Center. And uh, that's uh, usually when I uh, back Wisconsin, Peach, at the Kohl Center. Um, man, are you really feeling that good about Illinois? Can I tell you the one issue I have with this Illinois team? What's the yeah, most important thing? What's the most important thing when we get to March? Coaching, correct? Uh, yeah, coaching and guard play. Yeah, but Brad Underwood, man. I just can't do it with Brad Underwood. I get that. I don't that. trust them I mean, come March, man. He could, they couldn't get past the fighting sister jeans. I'd say that was the best team that they had uh, with Io and, the, and those yeah. guys. And we'll, Coburn. We'll, we'll talk yeah, a little bit would, more about it. I would agree. It. Let's talk a little bit more about it. I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on in this race right now. Me uh, too. Daytona. We had a crash, unfortunately, though. Uh, I don't think it's... It's helping our boy uh, Kurt Bush out at all. We'll take a quick break. We'll let you know what's going on. We'll update you on some scores in college hoops. Good start for Virginia Tech. Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasser, BetMGM tonight. Live here on the BetQL Network. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL.